Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 32 of Beyond the Rut Podcast, a weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm your host, Jerry, and I have with me the other host, the mastermind behind the show, Brandon Cunningham. Brandon, tell people how you got beat up by a gang and you now have your arm in a sling. Well, it was these uh, third graders. They were just, they wouldn't share the basketball with me, but next thing I know, they ganged up on me. So now I'm wearing a sling today. And hopefully be better pretty quick. And so not only did you not get to keep the basketball, but they also <laughs> took your milk money and your lunch money and exactly. your backpack with all your homework in it. What are you doing going to third grade still anyway? I, I'm, I'm really good at basketball if I'm playing fifth grade and below. And the, the basket's <laughs> lower too. So, exactly. Uh, I can dunk. I can do all kinds of things. <laughs> he only enrolls during March Madness, so if that gives you an idea. All right, so we have a special guest on the show with us. This is Cynthia Tripathi, and I'm hoping I just said your name right, and you'll correct me. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) Take that, Brandon. We've been practicing. (laughs) I've been practicing. Okay. (laughs) Cynthia Tripathi is on a mission uh, in life to uh, continuous personal development and help others achieve powerful results from their own life. Uh, Achieving fulfillment stems from finding momentum. And she also wrote a book that I just read called Escaping Average. Great book, short read. I finished it in about two weeks because I'm a slow <laughs> reader. So, and anyway, um, she she wants to help people learn how to spark positive momentum in their own lives, reach their true potential, uh, little by little every day. So we have with us the the starter of the Escape Average movement, Cynthia Tripathi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing great. Except Brandon's got his arm in a sling. <laughs> Had a little carpal tunnel surgery, but not a big deal. We'll get past it. Well, Cynthia, thanks for joining us. Uh, whenever I, I actually found you because I saw a tweet uh, by Jeff Goins on your book, and I thought, well, that's interesting. I, I clicked on it and I downloaded the book. I'm a, I'm a big reader. I love Kindle. So I, I downloaded the book and started looking through it. And then I realized you're not on Twitter. How's that I am possible? on Twitter. You're on Twitter. Okay. I am on Twitter. Well, I'll have to get you connected to that a little bit later. <laughs> okay, great. I thought, wow, how does somebody not on Twitter get Jeff to, to tweet out about your book? That was pretty impressive. I know. I was I was really excited about that. It's, it's funny when Brandon told me, because apparently he couldn't find you on Twitter, uh, <laughs> and you obviously are there, and you got to forgive him. He's in his mid-40s. It'll be in uh, the show notes. <laughs> but I, I blurted out, like, what kind of millennial is she? Like, I totally, like, stereotyped you. I'm like, she, she was born knowing how to use Twitter yeah. years before it was ever invented, man. Come on. She's in there. She's in there somewhere. So, awesome. We'll, we'll definitely plug that as we get to the end of the episode. Yeah. Brandon, uh, back to you. Well, basically, like I said, I saw that tweet and I I looked at the book. And when we started this podcast, the whole purpose was to teach people to kind of break out of that rut of just comfort. We we weren't really trying to get people to do drastic things or anything like that. It was it was we were trying to and this podcast is focused on reaching people who are comfortable. They're safe. Maybe you've got a good income, a good life, and you're but you're not taking any risk. And so when I started writing your book, my comment to Jerry was if I was going to get somebody to write a book about why we started this, this is the book right here. Because it's all about just you can break out of the whatever life tells you you have to do. And to me, that was what was so fascinating about your story is you broke every rule of, you know, this is the way you're supposed to do things and kind of carved your own path. And so uh, 
that's why I wanted to have you on. Thank you for uh, agreeing to jump on here with us and, and just sharing your story because I know this is going to inspire people to, uh, if you can do it, they can do it. And it, it just takes a few simple steps. The other thing I love about the book is it's a simple step book. It's not, you've got to go through this huge formula or anything like that. It is very simple, uh, everyday things that you can change about yourself. And so, uh, my first question for you was, you know, how long have you worked to become an overnight success? You know, overnight success always means a long period of time. Right. Well, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head with my book. So thank you for that. Um, you know, it's interesting. I actually began the project back in August. So about six months ago. Wow. And so about six months from start to finish. Now, quite frankly, I wrote the majority of the book in about two weeks. Wow. So, and that's, that was just the content. Of course, outside of the actual content, I did interviews and I did research, but outside of those two things, the most of the content was written in about two weeks. <laughs> um, and so it was kind of this, like I'd work on it really hard for like a month and then I take a little bit of a break. So it was actually intended to be a three month project, but I spent it out <laughs> in six months. So awesome. <laughs> it worked out in the end. So well, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Like, how'd you get started, where you're at, and uh, kind of how you got to that point to decide to write a book? Yeah. So, I actually, I, I was kind of feeling how a lot of my readers feel um, and how to, how your listeners probably feel, you know, just kind of stagnant and bored and really just sick of this mundane daily life. And, you know, I work full time. I have a nine to five and I was going to work every day and I was just not, not fulfilled with my job. And I was just bored and unhappy. And I just wanted to do something more impactful with my life. So I wrote Escaping Average and I've heard really great feedback so far. And it's really fulfilled me in a lot of ways. And I know that it's impacted others. So I'm really, really happy about that. So you still have your day job. You don't make a living writing. You're not Stephen King status yet. Not yet. That's <laughs> the goal, but not yet. One day. That's the that's the ultimate goal. So so where do you go from here? You've written the book and uh is your goal to become a writer full time and do that or do you have bigger plans? Yeah, I would love to um, be a writer full time. One of my plans, my kind of my next project is I want to get a blog going on my website. Um, sparkpositivemomentum.com. Um, and, you know, I'm still kind of exploring. I, I really want to, you know, write more books. I want to do blogging and I really want to get some sort of a, a business going where I can kind of help people like what you guys do, like escape that rut, escape the security and really gain more out of their life than, you know, what kind of the system tells them to do. So that's great. And, yeah. uh, and I, I ask this in the most uh, respectful way, but how young are you? I'm 25. <laughs> I, and I ask that for the simple reason of, I know there's a lot of people out there that are saying to themselves, I'm either too young or I'm too old. And, and it's just not true. There's anything you can start at any moment because you woke up this morning, there's still something in you. So get it started. And I'm, I've heard from a couple of people that listen to our podcasts. It's like, you know, when I get a little bit past this and, and when I was thinking about you, I was like, I, I felt like you were fairly young because of your, your story, but I thought, you know, you can start anytime. You don't have to wait till you're 25 or 30 or 50. You can, you can start right where you're at. And exactly. kind of talking about your book, I, I read through it and I made a couple of notes and you could easily go past a 30 minute uh, podcast, just covering notes in this book, but I tried to narrow it down to a few parts, but there was one line that's really early in that first chapter that I marked was, 
uh, find a good time to journal and be consistent. And we've talked about journaling and, and just talk a little bit about how that has changed your life. Just journaling. Journaling is one of the most simple things anyone can do. And it is so impactful. And I think that's why people don't do it is because they think (laughs) it's too simple. You know, I've been journaling for years and there's so much power in that for, for two, two main reasons. One, I think when you have a lot going on in your life, whether it be negative or positive, and it's all up in your head, you need to release it. And a, a good, great way to release that emotion and whatever you're going through is just by writing it down. I mean, just two weeks ago, I was having a really emotional time and I literally busted out my journal and I just wrote for 30 minutes. And after that, I just felt instantly better. I mean, it just really it helps you release emotions. It helps you get all your thoughts out onto paper. And there's huge power in that. And you wouldn't think that, but there is. And another reason it's so important, I think, is because you're able to, when you keep those journals, you can actually go back and you you can look at a time in your life, you know, because life is constantly changing. What you're going through now isn't going to be what you're going through two years from now, you know, like you're constantly going through different journeys and setbacks and opportunities. And I think it's, really great to be able to look back at something you wrote maybe a year or two or five years ago and to see how far you've come, you know, so you can really gain more confidence in yourself and your abilities and see like, wow, like I was really going through something at that point in my life and look at me now. So I think there's huge power in journaling. It's also cheaper than counseling. I understand. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Uh, but I do love the, yeah, journaling as the idea of, of as I was listening to you speak, I thought, you know, it is just like a photo album of your thoughts. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm at that phase now where my, my kids are 12 and 14 and we're coming across all these reminders from time hop and Facebook now is doing, I I don't know, maybe they bought out time hop. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, like we, we got reminded of a picture of uh, my son when he was seven, let's see, six years ago. So he was about eight riding my father-in-law's riding lawnmower and next to him is our little girl. Like she was tiny and, and she was about six, seven years old. And and so it just brought me back to like, wow, look where they were and look where they are now. Gosh, you know, we're, we're pretty good parents. Let me pat myself on the back here. They're still alive. <laughs> yeah. uh, but in any case, especially if they're riding lawnmowers. Lot, and yeah. Really um, I, yeah. CPS <laughs> is probably going to call me right now. Like, hey, uh, we heard your podcast, your podcast. Uh, let's talk. I'm like, uh, they're alive. Uh, anyway, journaling I, i've come across old journal entries and and you know seeing the struggles i had three four five years ago and where i am now i thought wow you know that was like the biggest mountain i had back then i got bigger mountains now that aren't so hard because of that and so i, I definitely see your point in the value in journaling besides the, yeah. the, the cheaper than counseling bit <laughs> i thought it really fit well with this one line that you had in chapter one that said you need to know yourself if you really want to change And to me, that's what journaling gives you. It it gives you a way to know yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. 
Now, back to the show. Absolutely. You have to have a foundation with anything, whether it be changing your life or you know, starting a project or a business, you have to lay that foundation. And journaling is a great way to do that because it helps you. Most people don't know a lot about themselves, which is crazy, <laughs> but most people don't ever stop and think, okay, who am I? What am I about? Like, why am I here? And they're like really important questions, I think, for everyone to reflect on and ponder because you have to lay that foundation. You have to know yourself and you have to connect with yourself. And once you do that, it will catapult into every single other area of your life. And it's so important. That's a great point, because if you don't know what you stand for, I, I tell my kids this all the time, either you dictate what happens or somebody else will. So somebody else will tell you to be at work at this time and do this kind of work and live here and marry this person and, and do all of these things. Or you can set that. And if you don't journal, you don't know what you stand for and what I don't want to live here. I don't want to be married to this person or I don't want to do this job. And that, like you said, most people are kind of lost in that. I just kind of wonder, and I hope something pops up that's great. I want to win the lottery or somebody drops my dreams right in my lap. And it's like, it just doesn't happen that way. I love no. that at such a young age, you decided I'm going to dictate that for myself. You have to know your why. And I think when I started writing this book, that was one of the first things I started with. Why do I want to write a book? And I think you have to ask yourself that with everything. Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to work here? Why am I here? I mean, you have to start with why and you have to lay that foundation. That's so good because, and sometimes the answer is, well, I'm here because those were the people that hired me and, and, and I have to pay the rent. And that's okay if that's where you're at right now, but continue to ask that why. Is this really what I want long term? And while you're earning that money enough to pay the rent or whatever it is you have to do in school or whatever, start dictating what your why in the future is going to be instead of just allow somebody else to do it. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting to go back when you said, you know, so many people say, well, I don't have time right now or I'll start later <laughs> or I'm too young or I'm too old. You have to just start. There's never going to be a perfect time to do anything. I mean, I work full time. I'm actually in school part time also. Oh, wow. And I wrote a book. <laughs> and, you know, Show I, off. It, no. <laughs> I mean, it's Say like there's never going to be the perfect time. You right. have to just dive in and do it. That's true. You have just as much time as everybody else. It's just a. We talked about time management in an mm -hmm. earlier episode. How critical that is because you mm -hmm. can't write a book, you can't go to school, you can't work unless you manage your time. And chances are we're all at work on time every day because that's what we've prioritize. We've said, I'm going to go to work from this time to this time every day. So you have to treat your job or your book writing or your business or your dream the same way. I'm going to dedicate this time to it. And too many of us are watching TV and movies and watching other people live their dreams rather than living them ourselves. Yeah. One of the things you also do in the book is you give uh, tips on how to do each one. That's that's one of the things I found interesting in each chapter at the end are these tips on what are you going to do next and 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 kind of expand on that a little bit of what what made you make it that way so to just make it a little bit easier for people to follow. You're talking about those 30-day challenges, right? Right. Okay. I want people to see how easy it is to 
spark momentum. I mean, because everything's so many people look at successful people or they look at where they want to be and they get overwhelmed and they're like, I don't even know where to start. Like, how do you even get there? And so I wanted to write a book that kind of just made a quick, easy read and a way for people to be like, all right, how do I be more connected with myself? Oh, let me start with this 30 day challenge. These three really simple tips or, you know, how do I get better control of my finances? Where do I start? Hmm, let's start here. So I just wanted to make it a, a really easy way for people to see that it can be simple. You know, you don't have to <laughs> devote eight hours of your life to changing your life. It can be as simple as 30 minutes a day. I mean, and when you do that consistently over a period of time, it compounds and it adds up and you begin to see change, you know, and that's, you begin to gain, it's all about gaining momentum, you know, because when you're kind of at a standstill, you need to gain momentum to keep going to wanting to push yourself forward in the direction you want to go in. And the tips I give help you do that. That's great. That's where the journaling really comes in because you don't see how much momentum you have if you're not journaling. You know, right. I, you can't lose 50 pounds. You have to lose one and then you have to lose two. And and if you're journaling, you can keep up with that. Finances are the same way. I, I loved how you uh, incorporated all the different tips and finances. But one great thing about this book is it covers spirituality, finances, physical. And, and I loved your uh, you had this one line about physical, about the the mental piece is the most critical component of health and fitness. It's it's what do you think? Expand on that a little bit. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I've actually, I was a certified personal trainer for two years. So I have a background in um, health and fitness. And one thing I've found, and I still train people on the side. I still train, I'm actually training one of my friends right now for a, a wedding she has coming up. And one thing I find is it's the mental piece more than anything. It's people thinking, oh, I can't do that, or this is too hard, or it's like these mental blocks they have in their head about working out or eating healthy or thinking, oh, eating healthy means I have to eat lettuce every day, and you know, working out means I have to hate it and just like spend an hour on the treadmill, and it's not. I mean, it's these mental blocks and these like stories people tell themselves in their head, and so a big part of it relating to fitness or any other thing in your life is kind of how to how do you overcome those mental blocks you know how do you push past those barriers that you set on yourself and when you can push past those mental barriers that's when you can start moving forward that that is such a good way to put it most people's biggest problem with losing weight is mental it's not your physical weight or where you're at it's not buying the $3000 treadmill as much as it is just making small little changes and to me, a book like this is important because you had this other line and, and I love, I, I pulled out all kinds of nuggets that I'm sure I will plagiarize in another way, but uh, <laughs> as long as we cite her, it's, it's okay. Yeah, there you go. Fine. Yep. I, I love this line. Average people stop learning when they don't have to. And, and that is so critical to, you know, every successful person you see reads constantly. They're constantly trying to find out the new thing and how do I do this? And for us, it was, you know, we, this is the first time we've done a podcast on Google Hangouts in person. We changed up a bunch. So we kind of challenged ourselves to learn that today. And I love that you put that in there because that is so true. Average people stop learning when they don't have to. When did you realize that? I know you said you're still in school, so apparently you're still trying to learn. You know, I don't even know. <laughs> That's a good question. I just kind of realized for myself when I had graduated college and I was stopped 
like I didn't have to be forced to learn anymore. I was so unhappy and unfulfilled and bored. And I was just like, you know, I was so excited for so many years to just not be in school anymore. And I couldn't (laughs) wait. And then about like a few months, you know, six months down the road of not being in class or learning anything, I was kind of just felt like, okay, like I need to stimulate my mind. You know, there's so much information. There's so much to learn. Like it shouldn't stop whether you're out of high school or out of college or wherever you're at. You should continuously learn. I mean, you look at people like Tony Robbins, super successful Oprah. (laughs) They didn't come from the best upbringings and they learned. They read. I mean, I read books. I read new books all the time, you know, and like I tell people, I'm like, that is how you are really going to make anything of yourself and really make this life one to be happy about and make a life worth living is by learning, you know, and not just learning what they teach you in school. School is great, but I think learning outside of school is important too, because you need to learn just about everything. I talk about my book, you need to learn about health, you need to learn about how to manage your finances, about how to progress in your career. And that's where reading and knowledge and learning and podcasts come in. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. There's so much free information out there too. I mean, you've oh, got yeah. podcasts are free, YouTube's free. There's tons of resources. I know Jerry's a big uh, public library person. There's There's tons of resources in there that you don't have to spend a dime on. Talk oh, yeah. And there's, I don't know, have you guys heard of the Khan Academy? I love the Khan Academy. Academy. Uh, in fact, when my kids have questions on math and I can't answer it myself, I'm like, hey, let's log into the ConAcademy.com here. And they're like, why? I'm like, because anything and everything you think of regarding math, science, I think even history and English now is incorporated in there. And, uh, it, and it doesn't cost as much as, say, Lynda.com, which I have an account with also. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the learning on Khan Academy is free, which yes. is crazy. Because it's the same stuff you would learn in a school that you pay a lot of money for, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, and then there's also uh, MOOCs. I don't know if you're familiar with that term or not. Oh, um, not. Uh, massive open online courses. And okay. so um, I'm trying to think of some. Uh, there's a couple of programs that are really popular, and of course, I can't remember them now, but when people go to our show notes for this episode, <laughs> they'll, they'll be there. Um, I think it's. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, so thousands of students taking an online course from a university professor for free. Uh, wow. And I mean, you write papers, you're interacting with other students, you're doing reading assignments. And if you want to get certified for taking the course, you can like pay like 35 or $65 and they give you a certificate of completion. Uh, it wow. doesn't really apply towards a degree, but you learn the content for the sake of learning. And then there's iTunes University. So mm-hmm. different That's universities like Stanford's one big one. They, they've recorded a lot of their their uh, lectures I almost said sermons because we're in a church right now <laughs> <laughs> but they recorded a lot of their their lect I almost did it again uh, their lectures and they they put those videos online through iTunes University and so those are you know so you got Khan Academy iTunes University you've got these MOOCs M O O C if you just search that on Google or yeah. go to our website in the show notes and click there. Yeah. yeah they'll <laughs> probably just Google cause it's faster. Uh, now another it. way you learn not just books in school, but you uh, talk a little bit about it in the book is uh, how you just took off to the East coast and, and learn by just immersing yourself in the culture. So talk a little bit about what, what sparked that. Yeah. Um, so I, I grew up in Arizona um, most of my life and I went to school college out here. And when I graduated college, I was like, you know what? I don't have anywhere to be. I don't have to be tied (laughs) anywhere to school. I'm just going to pack up. So I I drove a minivan for a very long time. 
got rid of that last year. So I'm not (laughs) in the minivan anymore. But anyway, (laughs) I packed up all my belongings in my minivan and I literally drove from Arizona to DC and just packed up and left. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to experience something totally different. And for someone who's pretty much from the West, the East Coast is a completely (laughs) different culture. Let me tell you that. And I that's almost one of the best ways to learn and to experience is just to throw yourself into things. I mean, dive in, whether that be learning materials or whether that be experiences. I mean, life will teach you what it needs to teach you. And sometimes experiences are the best way to learn. That's great. How many friends did you have in DC when you moved there? Oh, I didn't know anyone. <laughs> did, did you have a job? No. <laughs> did you have I any place to live? Up. I showed up in my <laughs> with all my belongings in the back seat of my minivan. I took a little road trip. I stopped in Dallas actually awesome. and stopped in Nashville and just ended up there and all by yourself. You know, I just I threw myself out there. I mean, that's kind of when I got really into personal development because I mean, I didn't know a lot of people. I was unemployed for a while because finding a job out there was is really challenging. It's very competitive in DC. Mm-hmm. And so I would just literally go to Barnes and Noble for three, four hours a day. And I would just see what I could learn. I'm like, what can I learn? What can I do? And that's when I started really seeing the power of personal development. Cause that's when I started seeing a lot of positive changes in my life. And mm-hmm. then I, Threw myself out there. I threw myself into churches and communities and groups. And I ended up making this huge, large community and network of people out there. And it was wow. really quite incredible. So how were you at the time? Twenty. I was 22 when wow. I moved. I yeah. love that. We recently had someone on, uh, Sarah McDaniel, that just she uh, had gone to South America on a mission trip, her first mission trip, and uh, just kind of threw herself into that. And I love to hear stories of people that do that because initially what you get is the feels like, well, yeah, she probably had friends there. Mom and dad set her up in an apartment, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like to get the real story. It's like, nope, I just, I packed up my minivan and said, I got a map. Let's go. And I'll, I'll drive to DC and see what happens. And, and that's so much fun. It's fun. But the thing is, it wasn't always easy, yeah, but scary. it's worth it, you know? <laughs> and it's important that you're sharing the, the hard, behind the scenes stuff too because everybody's like oh wow she just jumped in her car and lived a couple of years in dc and it was great look and look at her now and it's like yeah, no everything she, worked out she had her struggles <laughs> and, and those actually grew you as well and that that's yeah. huge to point out um you know I, I remember davidson we had my friend davidson i've known him since middle school uh, he used to work with google for about eight nine years mm-hmm. and uh yeah the job took him around the world he worked in singapore and uh, pretty much Singapore, uh, but he got to travel everywhere else. Anyway, it's just uh, like but he worked for Google. Yeah, he worked for Google. And, and so it's like you see that and then it's like, wait, there was all this work he did each day, every day, gradually. And, uh, you know, that's basically what you're doing, too. Like you're just taking one day at a time. You're, you're taking one smaller step closer to your goal. And so what a lot of people are going to see is that that big arrival. But the reality is you've just started earlier than most people. Mm-hmm to to get to where you want to be and so i know a lot of our listeners are probably in their mid 40s even early 50s and they're thinking well shoot i missed the mark and it's like no yeah. <laughs> like if you, i was 22 i would and and i i think the the key to this story is do it now rather than say well if i was don't have those regrets you know a good friend of ours uh, moved to colorado a couple of years ago they spent their a year there they didn't really like it they moved back but now they don't live with the regret of could they have done it would they have enjoyed yeah. it that's what I love about your trip to D.C. It's like you don't spend the next 50, 60 years going, I wonder what would have happened if I'd have moved to D.C. for a while and 
Yeah. Right. And it's actually fun. Interesting you say that. Just one thing I want to um, touch on. My um, my boyfriend, he, he tells me his uh, grandma, she went back to school to be a nuclear engineer at 50 or nice. late 40s. Wow. And then spent the last 10, got her degree and spent the last 10 years of her career as a nuclear engineer and retired. Wow. <laughs> I mean, at 50. So it just, it's never yeah. too late. It's never too early. It's never to anything to do what you want to do. You just have to go for it. Right. I love that. I, I just, I just pictured her, you know, like having a moment where she surprised people and she could just look back at them and literally say, you know, I wasn't always a nuclear engineer. You know, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I just did it the other day because I thought <laughs> just, it would be fun. <laughs> How'd you know how to boost a car stereo? Yeah. I wasn't always a nuclear engineer. No. Yeah, I wasn't always a nuclear <laughs> engineer. I love that because you're right. You're, you know, we all leave this place the same way. We're, we're all going to die someday. You've got, you know, somewhere between 80, 90, 100 years and then you're done. So spend it doing something that matters, you know, fail at some stuff, give, mm -hmm. give some things a shot because failing teaches you so much. Plus, mm -hmm. like you said, you went to DC, you didn't just sit in an apartment and, and wish for stuff. You went to Barnes and Noble and learned and, and read books and met people and get in the community and, you know, mm -hmm. start to talk to people. And, and that's how you're going to change your life. Otherwise, you'll just stay in that, like what we call a rut of just comfort. You'll just be safe. The problem is you don't get out of this world safe. We all die. So enjoy it while you're here. Absolutely. Now, we could probably spend the next half hour convincing Chris, uh, not Crystal, Cynthia. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to edit that out, I hope. <laughs> we, have, we have one guest and you couldn't learn I her know. name. I, I was just looking at her name. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He's uh, calling everything's thrown uh, in anyway yeah, yeah, that's true i mean everything's thrown off for me today uh, and anyway i mean we could probably spend the next half hour convincing cynthia to basically quote her entire book to us uh but we are reaching that that time to the end of the episode is there a final question you want to ask cynthia there's this is one of my favorite questions because it usually stumps people but sometimes people have a quick answer to it too if you could play any professional sport what would it be tennis Tennis, huh? Like tennis. up in the Wimbledon kind of uh, area? Yeah, there? over with uh, who are some of those? Uh, Anna Kornikova, is that yeah, one? Yeah, the, the Serena's and all those. You, yeah. you want to be big time? <laughs> yeah, I played some tennis in high school, and uh, I think it's the only sport that I wouldn't completely fail at. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and, you know, besides, the, I feel like the tennis girls get to wear the, you know, the best outfits anyway. So. <laughs> they, they do usually look pretty cute now. Yeah, I'm I'm not coordinated enough to play both, so uh, you got to actually hit the ball and swing the racket at the same time. So oh, I, prob I probably would mess that up. I'm not doing too good one armed now as it is, but <laughs> you know, that'll make you a good left-handed uh, tennis player. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Awesome. And before we sign off, Cynthia, what is the best way for folks to reach out to you, become part of the uh, the, the Spark Positive Momentum Movement, and all that good stuff? Tell us about how people can reach you. Yeah, guys, so go to my website. It's www.sparkpositivemomentum.com. On there, uh, I'm going to have a blog going soon. I'm going to have more content on there going. Um, you can find out where to get my book. It's available on Amazon right now. And if you actually just type in Escaping Average, I'll pop right up. Check it out, guys. And I really want you to just take better care of yourselves. You know, there's more to life than just work or your family or whatever else has consumed you. You know, there's a bigger picture in all of this in your life on this planet. I want you to be able to live the best life that you possibly can. And I want you to be aware and educated. 
care about your progress, and that's where living optimally really begins. So guys, go on to my website, go to Amazon, check out my book, and start sparking positive momentum in your life today. Thanks so much. That's awesome. great. And Cynthia, thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Rut. And you, our listeners, thank you for joining us on episode 32 of Beyond the Rut podcast. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this show if it weren't for you listening in each week. If you want to catch the show notes, uh, you can go to beyondtherut.com slash 032. And chances are you listen to us on iTunes. So if you're not already subscribed, please do so. And then while you're in there on iTunes, uh, go ahead and leave us a rating, a review. And then the best way you can support our show is to share us with your family, your friends, anybody in the office who will listen to you, and just about anybody on your social media networks. Just share us with your family, your friends, and everybody else, and uh, all together we'll make this world a better place. Thanks, Brandon. Anything you want to say as we sign off? I think uh, I think Cynthia said it all. Let's just spark some positive momentum in your life, and, and that spreads to everybody you meet. So thank you, Cynthia, so much for joining us today. Thank you. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.